Good morning, everybody. I don't know, maybe, uh, Yosef, you want to send me a text or something? I didn't hear what you said. Last minute from official. That's what I heard. Just send you a WhatsApp. Okay. Uh, special, we have to have special uh, kavana today for Reza Gittel Bas Esther, uh, Mrs. Epstein, not doing well. And also one of our, one of our um, big part of this year, Ephraim Friedman, his wife is not doing well, Zahava Bas Malka Chana. So please have a mind, Zahava Malka, Zahava Bas Malka Chana. Today's shir is being sponsored, Le'ili Nishmas Avrom Chana Ben Yaakov Zev. Are you able to see that? Avram Chono Ben Yaakov Zev. Also sponsored by Yosef Weisberg, Le'ilu Nishmas, Shraga Feivel, Ben Meir Halevi, the Neshamais should have an Aliyah. We do have a special email from... Sponsored by Fischl also. Sponsored by Fischl for... What is it? That's in the, that's in the WhatsApp. I don't oh, know. okay, hold on. WhatsApp. L'Rfua Shleima, Rabbi Yerachmiel Shapiro, who learned Chavruza with our son, Shalom Yishai, Zechran Levracha, and now learns with Chavruza with Yibadal Chaim, our son, Baruch Leib, Yerachmiel, Ben Rachel Leia, L'Rfua Shleima. All the Chaylam Shalom Yishai, Shleima. Dear Reb Eli, I have an amazing email I wanted to read, but this came in first. Hopefully I can get to it, and it has to do with Tishabov. Dear Eli, this is from Yosef Weisberg, Eugene Weisberg Photography, here in Bet Shemesh. As I was reading, very interesting. He's sponsoring, he's sponsored a full day. Today, two worlds collide. Sorry for the melodrama, but I have been learning Masech the Shabbos for over seven years. Napi Ion, as much as very slowly. Hey, just think, I could have finished all of Shabbos by now. But it's amazing, he stuck to it. He started Shabbos and we went seven years straight. What's happened instead is that I joined this amazing sheer community starting with Shabbos as a means of chazri in those past many years of learning. The daf is exactly today approaching, today, approaching where I'm holding with my chavrusa. Daf kuf memhe. And I will be Hashem be making a scene with MDY before I even finish for the first or second time on my own. It's Lili Nishmas, my uncle Phil, Shraga Feivel, the mayor Halevi, and his love for learning that I'm sponsoring a full day of MDY shiurim I heard it was on sale. He would have particularly loved that. As a performing magician since I was a kid, I've never been part of a share that was this engaging and yes, entertaining. As a professional photographer, your sense of the visual enhances every daf. I also love to dabble with photography, by the way. So we got something here. Thank you and the entire MDY crew for your endless dedication. There's a comfort in Simcha tuning in to you every single morning and you broadcast from my hometown. Bet Shemesh, your energy is contagious. With Hashem's help, I hope to stay in for the long run. Thanks for being my morning DJ. You guys know what DJ stands for? Daf Jockey. Yosef Eugene Weisberg. So I looked him up. It's like, oh, photographer in Bet Shemesh. And what picture pops up first? My barber, who's lovingly known as Gingy. You know why? Because he's a Gingy. But it's not a, that he calls himself that. So it's not a, so you should go ahead and check him out. Jinji tells me that he's an amazing photographer. Um, here's this amazing email. We're running out of time. I really, maybe I'll read most of it. I'll read the rest of it, I guess, on Matzei Tishavav, which, by the way, Matzei Tishavav is a sheer 9.30. Hopefully I'll be prepared. Hopefully my head will be there. Um, uh, even before Corona brought you here to Zoom, your style of teaching was funny and engaging to the point where I felt like I was sitting in the base measure with you. Your charts and pictures help explain definitely no, like no Rebbe or Magachir I've ever had. And I'm currently learning Gemara Mishnah Buru with three other Chavburas on almost a daily basis. So I'm purposely leaving my name off this email so I don't accidentally embarrass them in case you ever read this email in the regular they ever watch. The interaction in Zoom share with the folks who would never make it to MDY brought your share to a whole different level, especially watching the bonus after share Zoom Shmooz. I really had the opportunity to join your morning shiur. It's late. And now it's growing from a dying time. It brings me face to face with you. The night shiur he's talking about. The 959 shiur. I'm just a simple balabas attitude is what keeps me going. 
and makes me realize there's no reason I can't learn and enjoy it too. Here's where this email goes into the Hall of Fame because it caused me to cry. Anyone that causes me to cry goes into the Hall of Fame. I was always taught we don't learn, I hope I don't cry now. I was always taught we don't learn anything but Tisha B'Av related topics on Tisha B'Av because learning brings one joy and we're not supposed to have that joy on Tisha B'Av. However, since learning with you, I probably for the first time in my life actually enjoy learning Gemara. Even if I don't grasp every sugya, and this will surely be the first Tisha B'Av, I understand what the joy of learning is. I will truly miss not being able to learn with you this Wednesday night and Thursday. Why am I crying? Why am I choking up? Because that's all I care about. I care about bringing geschmack to learning. And here's somebody that has a geschmack now in learning, so that gives me nachas. But of course, I know I'll be able to catch it after the fast, like I do every Matzi Shabbos. Looking forward to spending the rest of the cycle learning with you. Okay. It's a long email, Givaldike email. Thank you, Yishkoyach. What's his name? It's S-H-A. Try to figure it out. Go to the phone book, S-H-A, Long Island, New York, USA. Yishkoyach. I hope his Magadit Shurim don't know the initials. S-H-A and they'll be... So, we are holding... Oh, so first of all, real quickly, I know we're running out of time here. Raboisai, check this out. An amazing job that Nehemiah Seltzer put together. Uh, the four of these pages, not that you could read them or anything, but they're four. This went up on the chat, is going up on the website. What is this? These are, so far, 88 locations. 88, yes, 88. What else? We have 16 different countries, 21 locations in Israel. Guess how many in the United States? 44 different locations in the United States. So, I didn't count the continents yet. We got a bunch of continents. A grace Yishkoyach to Nechemi Seltzer, to Yosef Biliak and Yeshua Aaron Price, Noam Fix, all the guys that are behind the scenes working tirelessly to compile this list. It's very difficult with the phone numbers, not matching, not matching. Some people don't want their phone numbers on. Let us know if you don't want your phone number on because we're about to publish it on the website. If that bothers you, let us know. We'll remove it immediately. If you know of other more exotic locations, we need to get to 100. Rabbi Sai, 100 locations. All right. Ah, you know, whatever. Okay, maybe we'll talk about it later. We got to run. Says the Gemara. Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Omar Shmuel. We are holding six lines from the bottom of Dav Kuf Mem Dalar Amad Beis. Says Shmuel. Amazing halacha. You could take grapes, squeeze them deliberately on Shabbos, even though squeezing is schita. It's not schita because what's the outcome? You're putting it into food. Schita means I'm separating the liquid from the food. But here I'm making food. I'm putting it in a pot. A pot is food. So therefore I'm taking food and making it food. Very interesting chiddush. It's like taking water from a sink and saying, oh, this, the water in the sink is food because I'm making food. But that's what it is. But if you're going to squeeze out grape juice into a bowl, even if you're going to take the bowl later on and throw it into a pot, eventually it's going to end up as food. No, that's liquid, that's awesome. Omer I can learn from Shmuel. So similar halacha. What's the isser of milking an animal? Same, same thing. Mefarik. I'm separating liquid from an animal, from a salad. So it comes out that if I have a bowl of Cheerios underneath my cow, I can milk my cow directly into the Cheerios because then it, the milk turns into a salad. It turns into food. Chaylev Adam by the way, I keep on forgetting. Uncle Phil, Phil, Yishkoyach, thank you for working on all that stuff on the, on the cameras, whatever. I always forget to talk about you. Yishkoyach, thanks for being there. But we got to run. Next time, we'll talk more. Because these liquids that go into salads become salads. How could that be? You have somebody that's tummy. 
Tumah is ziva. It could be any Tumah. But let's talk about Zav for a second, because Zav is, he's unique that even by moving things, he makes things tummy. If you view this milk as solid food, not as a liquid, so if Zav Shechav says, the milk becomes tummy. How does the milk become tummy? In order for milk to become tummy, if it's a liquid, fine. But if it's a salad, a salad could only become tummy, like we discussed yesterday, if it's mukshalakabotumah. If a liquid touched the salad, you have an apple, apple doesn't become tummy until one of the seven liquids touch it. So, how does this salad, let's call it cheese, you, we view this cheese, a salad coming out of a goat, out of a cow, it's salad now. Why is it salad? Because it's going into your Cheerios. So, what made it tummy? I need liquid to touch the salad in order for it to come tameh. Says the Gemara, I have to say some, a different idea. The Kedom Rabbi Yechon says somewhere else. You're talking about, in order to start the milking process, to make it easier, you take some of the milk, you put it on the udder itself. And that causes it to come out easier, but that's milk. That's already a liquid. Oh, so there's a liquid hanging around at the opening of the udder, and as the salad comes out, it touches that, that liquid, and in return, it becomes tummy. Hachanami, so we have to use Rabbi Yechonin's idea in our sugya. Ask Ravina a question. You have a person that touched a dead person. He himself is a tamei meis. He's very tummy. And he starts squeezing out olives and grapes. So, if it's exactly a kibetza, the amount that he's squeezing is exactly a kibetza, in order for my food to be metama, another food, I need a full shear of a kibetza. So it's a catch-22 here. It's a trick. You start out with a kibetza, and the juices inside th- these grapes do not become tame just by the mere fact of me touching the outside of them. So the juices could only be tame if they touch food that's tame, and that's a kazayas. But as soon as I give it a good kvetch, and juices come out, and I want to make those juices that come out tummy, then the grapes are no longer kibetza. They just lost the juices that were inside of them. So I don't have a kibetza. I don't have a kibetza to make them tummy, so they don't become tummy. Ha, yoyesim kibetza. But it seems like I keep if it's more than a kibetza. So now the food that's tummy is touching liquid that comes out of them, and I have enough of a shear to do so. What if the human being himself touched the, the liquids? Liquids become tummy even bimashu. So they would, they would become tummy immediately. But we're talking about that the person is not touching the liquids, the food is touching the liquids. The food needs to be a kibetza size. You don't have a kibetza once you squeeze it. But if it's larger than a kibetza, you do have a kibetza. Tummy. Ask the Gemara the same question. But if this liquid that comes, emerges out of the food is considered food sometimes when you're putting it into other food, but my how did this liquid become tummy? It never touched other liquids. The liquid that comes out is not a liquid, it's a salad, halachically. That salad, when did it touch another liquid? He asked the question, he realized the answer on his own. When he only squeezes it into a bowl. Because if he squeezes it into food, you're right, we have a problem. Four lines down from the top of Kufim Hey Omid Aleph. It's unbelievable. I'm just thinking, my, my brain is racing here. You have this terrible tragedy with Mrs. Epstein. Dr. Epstein's on our shear. You'll see him on the first screen every single morning. He's been with us for two years. They're like the nicest couple you've ever met in your life. She has the machla, but nothing to do with it. Because she's going through radiation, she caught some sort of thing. They don't even know what it is. And she's literally on life support. When did this happen? In the nine days. And now Ephraim Friedman is telling me his wife very sick. And ten years ago, ten years ago, this week during the nine days, I used to own a plane. I'm a pilot. I used to fly a lot. And I, my plane used to park next to Moshe Menorah's plane. He was almost like, he was like a role model. He owned a lot of real estate, he used to fly from property to property, and I liked the same thing, I used to fly to my property, pretend I'm a And then one day, during the nine days, 
he was going on a trip with his grandchildren, and the famous story, he crashed his plane. And three of his grandchildren got killed with him. And that day, I never, I never flew again. Because I came home, my wife was crying. She said, look how dangerous it is. It's dangerous. Please don't fly. I worked really hard to get that license. But that was it. It was 10 years ago. I never stepped into a small plane again. So the nine days, terrible times, terrible, terrible times. All right, we should hear Psurus Toivas. Omer Birmio, Ketanoi. Hamachlik Ba'anovim Loi Huchshar. So, you know, today we brush, we, we wash the, the challah with egg yolk. We take egg and we, we go like this. We, we tr- give it like a, a shine. So, in those days, I don't know if they knew about it, didn't know about it, they would use grapes. They had a lot of grapes. They would, they would smear some grape juice on it and it would achieve a similar effect, I guess. Give it a shine. That's not considered a mashka. When you squeeze your grapes in order to put it on a challah, what's a challah? A challah is a salad. So you, you're taking grape juice and putting it on a salad. Now you're not looking at a, at, a, at a liquid anymore. You're looking at a salad. So we have a machlaikas. Is it a salad? Is it a liquid? My love, welcome it's a similar That's our machlaikis. Since it's coming for a salad bread, so it has Allah of bread. And therefore, it's not It's not food, it's a liquid. So it has the ability, like all the seven liquids, to make other foods tummy. No. No, everybody says that liquids that come for food is not considered food. Oh, maybe there's a new machlaikas here. What's going on here? I'm smearing my grape juice on the bread. What's going to happen? In five minutes I put it in the oven. It's going to evaporate. So I'm destroying it, the Gemara understands. At this point, you could argue. The Gemara understands that it's destroying it. And if it's destroying it, so it's not a liquid. A liquid is here to stay, but I, 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 I just have it that it should evaporate soon. So, one man will hold it's not a mashka because of that. Similar to another machlaikas. Which the Gemara says, no, not true. If I crush my olives, why do I crush my olives? To sweeten them up. With dirty hands, meaning halachically dirty hands. If, we, you know, we wash our hands before we eat bread, why? Because of this halacha. Because your hands, halachically, are always considered a sheni, a darga of sheni letuma, which makes a shlishi. Meaning, my hands have the ability to ruin truma, ruin kachim. Unless I put my hands in a mikvah for kachim, or unless I wash my hands with a kli like we do, to get rid of the tumma for truma. Fine. So if I have Yodayim Suavais, I have hands that I didn't put in a mikvah, I didn't wash them, and I start crushing my olives, huchshar. So this liquid that comes out of the olive is enough of a liquid. Why? It helps me. I like this liquid. It makes it, makes it better. It makes it sweeter. But if I'm crushing my olives just so that the salt could adhere to the, to the outside of the olive. So I don't want liquids to come out. I want everything to stay in. I just want them to be crushed. That's not considered liquid. Now there's a third reason I would crush my olives. Excuse <coughs> me. To know whether or not it reached the point where I could send them off to the press. I certainly don't want to don't want to lose fluids over there. <coughs> no, in this case also that's enough. My love, So what's Yes, it's going to get lost. I know it's going down the drain, but nevertheless, it's considered mashka. Same sort of question that we have over here. No, when it comes to crushing olives, yeah, you're right. That's a question of whether 
liquids that come out and you know that they're going to waste, but I need to do it anyway because I need to check the olive or whatever it is. Okay, fine, we have a machlekes. Vahanoch, tanoi, but by us, in the case of egg washing, grape washing, call it whatever you want, that's a different shiloh. This, the fact that I am making a, a shine, a sheen here on my bread, is that considered a salad or not? So it's a different shiloh. In other words, look, if you take a look at the bread, why is it shining? It's shining because there's a grape wash here. So you can't say it's li'ibud, you can't say it went to waste, it's still here. It achieved what I needed it to do. So it's still here, so you can't say that it's the same machlaikas of going to waste. When I crush an olive and the oil runs it down on the floor, now I know if it's ready for the press or not. <clears throat> Fine. That, that's, a, that's a typical case of going to waste. But over here, how could you say it's going to waste? It's on the bread. So what's the shayla? The shayla is a different shayla. If I take grapes and I do a, a wash to my bread, is that considered a salad or not? Here comes Rav. Not Shmuel. Until now we had Shmuel. Comes along Rav. So he says the same halacha. That I'm allowed to squeeze grapes into a pot. Meaning that liquids that go into a salad, halachically they have a halacha of salad. Not into a bowl. Now, just, I was thinking while, this morning, I'm not saying anything about halacha, just out loud here. Think about this, tuna fish, a lot of people hate it, so, but think about it anyway. A can of tuna that you open, and a lot of people, they take the cover, they, squeeze, they flip it over, they squeeze the tuna, and out comes all the, the water or whatever. What halacha is that? Is that a problem on Shabbos or not a problem on Shabbos? Is that schita? Think about that. You're, you're squeezing the water out of the tuna. What kind of water is it? So, here, let's learn some halachas, and, and then we'll talk about it again, hopefully. But I thought about an interesting chav that you might not think about in, initially. So they were sitting around, and Ravdimi, uh, sorry, sorry, Yossi Klein was getting excited. I almost skipped the word here. And if you take a, a fish and you squeeze it real good, you take care and you squeeze it. The brine of fish is considered food. So it doesn't matter where you squeeze it into. If you squeeze food from food, then you're not over on schita. So even if you squeeze it into a bowl, not into a pot, you're not over. And he said it over. You're saying this over in the name of Rav. Not a, not a problem. We have this, this halacha that if you squeeze brine out of a fish, it's not a problem. And we said it in the name of Shmuel, that creates a problem. Because Shmuel seems to contradict this. If you squeeze a fish into a bowl, that it's not a problem. You have pickles, vegetables that you pickle. Today it's called a pickle. It's a vegetable, it's a cucumber that you put in some whatever, into vinegar, it turns into a pickle. What happens if you squeeze it? If you're squeezing it so you don't want it to be so soggy and so full of liquid, you give it a good kvetch. So, it's okay, because you're not squeezing the liquids out for the liquids, you're squeezing it for the salad. But if you want pickle juice, or whatever other type of vegetable you're trying to squeeze here, barsh, potter, avalaser. Now, this is very interesting, halacha. Because what are you squeezing? Think about it, what are you squeezing? You're squeezing water that doesn't belong, says Rashi, doesn't belong in this vegetable. You introduce that water to the vegetable. It's not water from a vegetable. It's not that you're squeezing an orange, you're getting orange juice. You put water, you put it in a bowl, into a vat, you threw a bunch of water and vinegar, and that water and vinegar went into your cucumber, then you squeeze that water out of the cucumber, says Rashi, then that's not considered schita. Everybody starts screaming, what do you mean, Rashi? 
So what? So I'm allowed to take a sponge and absorb water and then squeeze it out because I introduced the water into the sponge? So they say, you're right, that's a very good question, but we're talking about food. And food, Rashi says that you cannot introduce water to it and expect somebody to be over it. Isn't right by squeezing that water out? Sponge is different. Clothing is different. So therefore, if you squeeze a pickle to get the juice out, it's pater avalas. In other words, it's isidur rabbanan, it's exera, you might come to squeeze grapes tomorrow. If, if I allow you to squeeze a pickle, tomorrow you're going to squeeze a grape. Ushlakais, what about cooked vegetables? Bain legufan, bain lemeimeyem mutar. So, to squeeze cooked vegetables, this is, I guess, barsh, even better. Any cooked vegetable, soup, a nice vegetable soup, start squeezing it out. Even if you do it to, to squeeze out the water, mutar. Because that's not the derech. Nobody squeezes the stuff out. We already had a discussion. It's not the derech to be Hungarian and drink barsh. That's not the derech. Fine. So going back for a second to the tuna. I don't know if it's a good mush. I'm just throwing this out there. Tuna is cooked in water. So l'chayra, it shouldn't be that big of a problem. However, the thing that I was thinking about is that since you're squeezing it with the can, that can is a kli. You're not doing it with your hand. And that could create an issue. You're doing bayer with a, with a kli. Fine. Anyway, just a thought. Not passing anything. Just Because in these things, you have to like think at, from all different angles. Are you talking about schita? Are you squeezing the, 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 the water out of the fish? Which we said, squeezing brine out of the fish is not a problem. But this is water that was introduced to the tuna through cooking, I think. You're squeezing that out. Might not be a problem. But the way you're squeezing it, with the can, which is a clique, could be a problem with buyer. That's all I'm saying. Ushmol Amar, Echot Kvashim, Vechot Shlakois, Legufa Mutor, Lememeyim Patanav Asur. So he says, even Kvashim, I'm sorry, even Shlakois that you do for water is Asur Midrabanan. There's an Isr Midrabanan here. So the problem is, what about the brine of fish? It should be asr, according to this. Why do we say that fish brine is mutter? And right over here he says that cooked vegetables is asr the rabbanan. So fish brine should also be asr the rabbanan. For the same gzeira, I might come to squeeze a grape. That's a lashon of a shvua. I swear. My own eyes saw who said it. Not a stranger. In other words, I heard it straight from Rabbi Yirmiya, and Rabbi Yirmiya heard it straight from Rabbi I only heard it four steps away, and he swears that that's exactly what happened. We have to assume these are Amarayim, they know exactly, it's exact. And therefore, this came from Rav, not from Shmuel, so you don't have a question. I have beautiful sources. I heard from one Gadol, from the next Gadol, from the next Gadol, all the way to Rav. Great. By the way, just very interesting uh, thing that I saw this morning. The Mechaber brings down the Halacha, and he paskins like Rav. He goes back and forth. And then, oh, before I go, let's keep on going. Gufa. Kvashim shesachtan. So you have these, these um, pickles that you squeezed. Amar Rav, we had this. Legufan mutar, if you squeeze the, you don't want the juice. You just want a good pickle that's allowed on Shabbos. Limimeyim, if you want the liquid, patalavalasar, it's asim nirabon. Ushlakais, and if you have cooked vegetables, bain legufan, bain limimeyim, doesn't matter. Mutar, 100% mutar lechatchila to squeeze a carrot in your soup on Shabbos. Nobody does it. Shmuel is more machmer, he says, even soup, you know how to squeeze the vegetables. He goes to the extreme. Because people do squeeze these things. Plenty of people make puree uh, out, of, out of carrots, out of whatever. They squeeze it, they do barsh. Therefore, you're chayav chatos. 
So we have a brisa here that's a problem for everybody. Doesn't say for what. In other words, even for their water, kvashim, pickles. No one argues on pickles that if I squeeze a pickle for the Jews, I'm chayiv. Everybody says you're chayiv. What does this brisa say? You're allowed, to, you're allowed to squeeze a pickle. Rav, Shmuel, Rabbi Yochanan, everybody says it's saucer. Comes a Bryson and says it's mutter. Don't do it for the weekday. And you shouldn't do it for olives and grapes. And if you do it, you have a everybody. Says the Gemara, the same terrorist for everybody, basically. In other words, you have to add a bunch of words. You could squeeze for Shabbos. Okay. So he sticks in here. For, to drink it. No. You have to add to the price. So it's part of us. Okay, that's what he says. If, if it's cooked vegetables, it's mutter. But olives and grapes, vimsachtan and saucer, vimsachtan chayev chatos, isadir raisa. Shmuel Matar is going to stick in his words into the raisa the way he feels like. Because we're missing stuff here. It doesn't make sense, this raisa. He puts everything in the same category pickles and cooked vegetables. Only if you want to eat the actual vegetable. But if you want the water, Everything is awesome, the Rabbanon, even cooked vegetables. And he agrees that if you squeeze an olive or a grape on Shabbos, it's a deraiso. And comes Rabbi Yochanan and says, he adds his words. It doesn't matter what category. It could be pickled and it could be cooked. It could be pickled he actually fits in nicer. It's as if it's the category of grapes and olives and your chayavachatos. Bottom line is, there's no bottom line. The Shulchan Aruch says, If you need the water, you're allowed to do it into the car. I just want to bring this point out. Tysus brings this Rabbeinu Hanal right here, that Allah is like Rabbi Yochanan, that your chayi v'chatos, if you squeeze out cooked vegetables or pickled vegetables, but first the, the, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins one way. Then he says, I just found this fascinating. The Mishnah Bura says, why does the Mechaber bring Rabbeinu Hanal? He already Paskins, not like Rabbeinu Hanal, not like Rabbi Yochanan. So he says, anytime, so this is a side in life, anytime the Mechaber brings a second shita, it's to tell you, it's a good idea to do like the second shita, and if you do it like the second shita, you get a bracha. Fine, that's it. Not, not for a, uh, but Taisus Paskins like Rabbi Nechanan, uh, or the Rabbi Nechanan, he brings the Rabbi Nechanan, that anytime Rabbi Yechanan goes against Rabbi Shmuel, Allah is like Rabbi Yechanan. But the Shulchan Aruch doesn't pass like that. Says the Gemara, Omer Abchiyah Barashi Omer Rav, Dvar Torah, Eni Chayev, Elo, Al Drisa, Zeisavanov, Mavad. Midaraisi only Chayev if you squeeze olives and, and grapes. Vechein Tonit, Bevenash, Dvar Torah, Eni Chayev, Elo, Al Drisa, Zeisavanov, Mavad. Oh, and finally, one halacha that has nothing to do with us. Ooh, I have to tell you this one, real quickly. I know we only have 11 minutes left. But we have Matzit Tish above. When the shear is 9.30, you could go all the way to 11. And Noam is not going to be there, so it doesn't matter. We'll get there. Fine. Interesting halacha. How do you make lemonade? So the Mishnah the Mechaber, they talk about it. lemonade. And I, I saw the um, the Benish Chai says there's a way to remember. First, you put the sugar in there, then you squeeze the lemon, and then you put the water in. That's how you could do it on Shabbos. And and his his, his uh, way to remember is salam, like shalom, salam, sukar. Limon, Mayim. Great. And Ramosha Feinstein says that's only when it comes to lemon because it's not edible. People don't squeeze that to drink. But let's say grapefruit doesn't work that way. Very interesting chiddush. And how do we make lemon? 
I, I just said it for us. How do we make lemonade? Oh, you give us a seum that's not going to work, and we make the biggest, baddest seum in the world with a hundred different locations. We make lemonade out of lemons. That's how we make lemonade. Anyways, one more halacha, nothing to do with Masech the Shabbos. But he, once he's t- saying halachas here, he's going to say halacha, sponsored by Shia Greenfield from Green Star Electrical Contracting. Now what? If I hear testimony from another aide, and it might have to do with the Gemara that we had before, I'm just thinking now out loud, because he heard testimony from testimony from testimony, and he said, I saw it with my own eyes. Fine. But there's no aidos, real aidos testimony that comes from another aide. Ella laid this isha bovad. But when it comes to Aguna, a woman who doesn't know if her husband died or not, we could take testimony from an aide, from a witness that heard from another witness. Why? Because of the concept they call Amikadish, Adaita the Rabbanon Amikadish. Rabbanon have the right to retroactively undo the Kedushan. They'll nullify the Kedushan. In this particular case, they'll say, listen, we, ha- we don't have a choice. We have a woman here that can't get married. Her husband disappeared on us. We are gonna, even if he's alive, she's not a Ishish because we nullified the Kiddushan. The Allah is by a Bukhar. If you have a firstborn animal, those of you who haven't been with us in Masechus Bukhiris, dealt with it extensively, you have a firstborn Bukhar, you give it to a Kain. He brings it on his back, then he gets to eat part of it. If it has a mum, a blemish, that he didn't cause, then he could eat it as is. So he, get, he gains. So now we have to be careful. What, what if the kind puts blemishes? He, he wants more meat. He has a big family. He has, he has to support. So he goes and he gives it a gazunta zetz when nobody's looking and he says, oh, I can't bring it to the mezbeach. That zetz needs edus. Can I use an aid? Mepi aid. Says Gemara, Ravami, Osir, Ravasi, Shari. Machlaikis. Omale, Ravami, Ravasi. What about our mission? What about over here? It says, Vatana, the Bebe Menashe, said, he says specifically, you cannot use an aid that heard it from another aid. Only one special condition in case called an aguna. But not by Abkhar. Says Gemara, no. You think I don't know about that one? I knew. I'm reading it differently than you. Not a testimony for an aguna, rather a testimony that a woman testifies. Nothing to do with an aguna. Anything that a woman is kosher for, one aid could testify. So over here also, a woman could testify. And believe it or not, he was right. And he said, therefore, I could use one testimony that I heard from another aid, a witness. A witness from a witness. Karela was very unhappy with this. He said, Yemar Shari. So he said, Yemar, it allows Bukhairas for no reason. Similar to what we had the other day. Not really, but we had. He's, he allows fat. You should allow, you should allow Chalev. Happens to be, he was right. One aid, you could take a witness, you hear from a witness that the Bukhar had a mom, that's how he's born, the kind didn't inflict it. And we could go with it. So going back to the Mishnah. Talking about these guys, the honeycombs. So he breaks the honeycomb with a tool, Erev Shabbos. And then it's, it oozes out through Shabbos. He also Rabbi Shai ibn says very similar halacha. And he said, Same halacha applies to grapes and olives. If I crush them before Shabbos, it's Asur. Isn't that identical case? Olives, grapes, what's the difference? Honey, all the same thing. Says the Gemara. There's a huge Chiddush. When it comes to honey, it's food, and then it remains food, so nothing happened. I didn't change, right? We said, schita is when you change the composition. It stayed. Now, everybody points out here, honey is not a solid, it's a liquid. But that's the point. It's the same thing. In other words, the idea is the same. It started as one thing, 
and ended up as one. You want to call it food, call it food. It ended up food. You want to call it liquid, it started as a liquid, ended up as a liquid. But by grape, it was a salad. Then it ended up a different composition completely. It turned into liquid. I would think not. So I'm not adding names. I'm not, I'm not name dropping here. Oh, and Rabbi Shimon holds like this also. No, Rabbi Shimon is talking about olives and grapes. It's a completely different food. Says the Mishnah, If I cooked something in water, completely cooked it before Shabbos, this is the famous halacha called Ein Bishol Acher Bishol. So, if I, it's already cooked, so then I could go ahead, like with the red arrows, it's cooked, I put it on a plate, it's already cooled off, it's in the refrigerator, I could go toss it into a Klirishoyin, which just came off the flame, and I don't have a problem, even on Shabbos. Why am I doing this? Because I want to soften it up. As the Gemara is going to say, it's a really disgusting food, chicken that you soften up to the point, it's terrible. I want to soften it up. But if I didn't cook it before Shabbos, so I have some sort of meat that I could eat without cooking, I could rinse it, I could pour here, like you see right over here, the blue arrow, I'm pouring a clear reshine onto my food. That's okay. Why? Because rinsing is not cooking. Besides, if it's very aged fish, that's a year old, it's aged for a year. What's that? We have a picture. It's called the Spanish mackerel. Bekitzer, it's like a tuna. It is a tuna. Some people say it's a tuna. I like this picture. I like the name Spanish mackerel. So we go with that. That's what, how the art scroll translates it. So anything that's salty, and I have to get rid of the salt, or that it, it's the final touch, and rinsing is what allows me to eat it, that's also to do on Shabbos. Because I'm finishing. Gemar Malach on Shabbos is also. What exactly do I want to soak in hot water on Shabbos? This chicken that's so soft, like pureed chicken, disgusting, it's for Rafuah. One day, I went over there, and I, I was in Bavel, and I ate it. Tarfei, for not the fact that Rebbe gave me gewaldike geschmack of wine that was three years old, it nasi. I would just vomit everywhere. It was so disgusting. Rabbi Yochanan raik mi kutuch de bavloi. Rabbi Yochanan was from Eretz Yisrael. Anytime he even thought about a kutuch, which is like sour milk with dough, it's a whole, also, anytime you read it, you, you kind of get grossed out. They used to eat it in bavl. He said, he used to spit, he used to get grossed out just thinking about it. Rabbi Omar, Rabbi Yosef, this is like, seems to be like a turf war here, like some sort of um, fight going on between the Bavloim and the Eretz Yisrael Dika. These Americanish guys, ugh, they like gala, and he says, no, they like this. Omar, Rabbi Yosef, oh, you think our food is disgusting? What about your pureed chicken that you, that you like so much? I could spit on that too. I once went to and I introduced them to this amazing sour milk with uh, all sorts of crazy things in it. And all the sick people in Israel wanted, wanted to get their hands on it. So don't pretend that you hate it so much. You guys loved it. What if you're not supposed to pour the water on it on Shabbos because you didn't cook it up before Shabbos and you did... You, you, you rinsed it on Shabbos. What's the halach? Om Rav Yosef, You'd be, it's a deraisa. Om Rav Yosef, Om Rav We've learned, Chutz Memeliach, it says Mephorosh in the Mishnah, Chutz Memeliach, Yashem Kul Yosayispanim. You're not allowed to pour water on the tuna, rinse it with hot water. Shadachasim, Zuyigmar Melachtan. Because that is what allows you to eat it. Shmami Noah, that it's a iser deraisa. Says the Gemara story, Yosef, Rabbi Chiyah, Barabba, Rabbi Asik, Hamid, Rabbi Yochanan, these Talmidim were sitting in front of Rabbi Yochanan. They go out door. The Yosef, Rabbi Yochanan, I have no idea how many times in Shas this, this uh, saying is said so many times that the, the Amarayim, they used to fall asleep. I guess they were so tired. They were learning all night. All the, they constantly took a little nap. All the Rebbe Barab, sometimes the Gemara tells us that it's like it was on purpose to hear what they're saying. Fine. All the Rebbe Barab, all the Rebbe Asi. So the Talmidim started discussing between themselves. 
Always a bad idea in front of the Rebbe. Why do you think the birds in, in Chutzlars and Babel are fat? Go to Eretz Yisrael, in Midbar of Gaza. I'll show you birds that are even fatter. Don't ask me such questions. How come in Babel everybody's so excited when Yantav comes along? But in Eretz Yisrael, not so much. Because in Babel they're so poor, so they have a tremendous simcha when it comes to Yantav. Whereas in Eretz Yisrael, not so much. How come the Tamid Chachamim wear such beautiful frocks and such nice clothing? You can learn both ways. Fine, we'll learn because the Tamid Chachamim are not that learned as much as in Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, they have to gain respect by the clothes that they wear. Why do Goyim have Zuama, like a spiritual impurity? Because they eat all sorts of bats, bats in China that cause COVID. They, so this is an invisible impurity, but this stuff causes zuama. All of a sudden, Rabbi Yechonon wakes up. My children, this is a tremendous insight. It says in the Pasuk, tell the, the Chachma, the wisdom, you're my sister. Never open your mouth if you're not 100% certain what you're saying. Don't just stop, make stuff up. Don't just say things. So maybe Rebbe could help us out and give us some answers. You know why they're so fat? They didn't migrate. They were stuck there. Migration takes a lot of fat off the body. We all know if you have to travel... Some of these birds, 7,000 miles, whatever they travel, it's going to burn off fat. He never went to Golos. And how do you know our birds, they went to Golos? In Eretz Yisrael. 52 years, it was desolate. Nobody there in Eretz Yisrael. Shenemar. Tomorrow's Aftoira. Isn't that unbelievable? A pasuk from tomorrow's Aftoira. Everybody left. So how do you see 52 years? They were gone. No birds, nothing. This is my favorite gematria. When I said this over, I don't know, two weeks ago, some of you guys were shaking your head. It's 52. How do I know this gematria so well? Because Kelev, dog, is also 52. And guess what else is 52? Eliyahu. Fine. So Behemoth, Kelev, and Eliyahu all have the same gematria. So it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hint that for 52 years they weren't in Israel. They all came back to Israel besides this tuna fish, this Spaniard mackerel. They all went back through this river, Baha'i, and these fish, Kivnali, Sharir, Shidre, they don't have a strong spine. Loimotsi, Salik. Hmm. All right, let's stop over here. We have some work cut out for us for Matsi Tishabov. Rabbi Isai have a very meaningful fast. Matsi Tishabov, 9 30 Bezer Hashem. If you can't catch it on the live, you can catch it on Zoom, on YouTube. You can catch it on Torah anytime, catch it on our app, you can catch it on the website. Have a very meaningful fast. Bisa <laughs> 
Bagalo Uvizman Koriv, Venimar Omein. And Fishel, Yerachmiel ben Rochel Leo, Lerfur Shlemo. And Zahabo Basmalko Chano, Lerfur Shlemo Bekoroiv. Are you guys able to uh, unmute? Yeah. Only old Bergman is able to unmute. Should go to you guys. Easy, fast, a meaningful fast. That's more important, I guess. I think it's geared for the shear, more for the full shear versus the eight minute daf. But it's a good kasha. All these questions you have to ask Gary. Gary Gary's in charge of that. How do you know there's a new website, y'all? Who told you? Wait, no. Are you talking about WhatsApp or the website? WhatsApp. Which WhatsApp are you talking about? We, we set up for the different, uh, for the different areas. Uh, no, what? The he said a website. He's saying website. He's saying website, not WhatsApp. Now you have to speak to so wait a minute, Yosef, it's going through you, so you might as well just go straight to him right now. You're trying to get out of this, Yosef, you see? <laughs> I have no idea, no one's told me anything. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Also, at the very bottom of the website, there's uh, an image of a video or something, which is also the link to the Zoom. It's a link to the Zoom. Say again? It's a link to the 